We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app mid-america's most trusted source for news kmox at 5.03, we've got a cloudy sky and 44 degrees downtown at the Arch. Today is Tuesday, January 24th. I'm Michael Calhoun, and our top local story... KMOX is covering breaking news. We've just gotten a statement from the courts after three underage suspects who almost shot police officers in the head at City Foundry were released into their parents' custody. It says, quote, the 22nd Judicial Circuit has determined that procedures by the St. Louis City Family Courts intake staff and the city police were not followed with regard to the youths held in connection with gunfire Saturday near City Foundry. The police did not bring them to juvenile court for detention. No juvenile legal officer or judge was contacted regarding the incident. As of today's date, none of the juveniles have been brought to St. Louis City Family Court for referral, detention, or charges. Once police present the youths, a juvenile officer will review the evidence, end quote. The possible consequences of a lapse like that were seen last night in South St. Louis. Two to four young black males wearing black clothes and ski masks involved in a string of carjackings that turned out to be more extensive than first thought. A half dozen incidents, drivers surrounded by vehicles and armed males while in traffic or at an intersection. There were people everywhere, so this was pretty... <laughs> pretty bold. The victim speaking first with KMOX says he had just loaded his groceries in the Schnooks parking lot at Hampton Village at 6 p.m. when he was blocked in and threatened with a gun. His car was stolen. We'll go more in-depth on this coming up at 520 on Total Information PM. There's a turnover in the leadership of St. Louis's Public Safety Office. Interim Director Dan Isom is stepping down and St. Louis Fire Deputy Chief and Fire Marshal Charles Coyce is taking over temporarily until a national search for a permanent director is completed. KMOX has questions about the rash of carjackings, break-ins, and about an incident over the weekend at the foundry where two police officers narrowly missed being shot. Those officers arrested two teens and juvenile courts released them. Dr. Dan Isom. Many of these young people we have caught multiple times over and over again. It's not for a lack of work by our city of St. Louis police officers. They are doing an incredible job. As uh, you indicated, they were actually fired upon during this incident. Isom is looking at different ways of warding off these violent crimes. There was a rash of carjackings last night. As I looked at the information this morning, it did appear that it was similar to the individuals we had caught earlier at the foundry, or at least that same crew. Maria Kina, KMOX News. Car owners are reacting to reports that two insurance companies may be charging more to cover Hyundais and Kias in the St. Louis area because of all the thefts. This man says he has two Kias and loves them, but wishes the dealers would do something definite to fix the problem. And there is a kit that's available for 145 bucks that I could put on. 
that that doesn't guarantee anything. It's just supposedly uh, makes it a little more difficult to steal. One man from Wildwood told us he doesn't own a Kia or Hyundai's, but notices those who do on his block are parking them in the garage. Progressive and State Farm are reportedly refusing to issue new policies for those cars in the St. Louis area and raising the rates for those who already have them. Sentencing is set for Thursday morning for Tony Weaver, a longtime fixture in St. Louis County government who pleaded guilty to a COVID relief scam. Tony Weaver had worked as an aide for County Councilwoman Rochelle Walton Gray, and he was caught on tape in a sting scheming to get Gray's office to approve phony COVID relief applications. KMOX legal analyst Brad Young was asked if Weaver might just be a stepping stone for the prosecutor to go after higher-ups. It could easily be a stepping stone. We won't know, and that's the thing about Hal Goldsmith. He doesn't release any information until his case is bulletproof. Young says if the prosecutor does not push for the maximum sentence, that could mean there is a deal to get Weaver to help go after others. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. From the KMOX Storm Center, MoDOT plows will be out after 7 p.m. tonight, waiting until snow starts to fall to begin work. District Engineer Bob Becker outlines the challenges. Some of the big concerns for this storm, it's going to be a wet, heavy snow. There's going to be a lot of snow. So that's, that's a big concern of ours for this event, especially when it's going to be coming in during rush hour tomorrow morning. That's that affects a lot of people. He wants to or warns to give extra space to MoDOT plows because they'll be throwing very heavy snow that could cause drivers to lose control. The good thing is temperatures look to be above freezing for most of the storm. That from St. Louis Streets Commissioner Kent Flake. I really believe once we get out there and get the roads open uh, with the warm air temp and warm ground temps, that uh, it should melt most of everything away off the road surfaces themselves. Starting at midnight, there'll be 30 or so trucks on the roads in the city. The streets division is short-staffed at about 40%. Flake says that's been consistent over the past two years. The KMOX business desk, when will Yingling get here? I'm Stuart McMillan. Distributor Breakthrough Beverage tells me bars and restaurants in St. Louis will have Yingling on tap February 6th and stores a month later. J.J. Twiggs off Southampton will have it. Yingling on tap. It's perfect. Bartender Callie Chafin. I think it'll be popular. It'll sell a lot. Kelly tells me her family buys Yingling in bulk every January when they take a trip to Florida, a tradition that will probably subside with the launching of Yingling here in Missouri. All right, we go to the new bold BMW Toyota Sports Desk, and just about 10, 15 seconds ago, the news broke, Matt Pauley. Sounds like good news from a former Cardinal. With 76.3% of the vote, Scott Rowland is a Hall of Famer. That is fantastic. Yep. It's being it's being displayed on MLB Network right now. He's being presented. So it's his sixth year on the ballot, 76% of the vote. And I think we've all we all watched him. We all know what he was all about. Um, I think easily you can make the strong case. He's one of the seven or eight best third basemen in the history of the sport. Uh, also a really good guy and glad to see him recognized. So another Cardinal Hall of Famer in Scott Rowland. Yeah, top five defensive third baseman of all time, top ten offensive third baseman of all time. Yeah. It should not have taken this long. No, again, six years is is a lot, and it's somewhat understandable for a while because the ballot was a lot more crowded in past years. Uh, but this year it's thinned out a little bit. Some of the steroid guys, Bonds and Clemens, were off the ballot 
Um, the the guys that are in the PED category didn't get any support at all this time around. Rod, you know, A Rod and those kind of guys. So it's good. I'm glad to see Scott Rowland uh, going in, and we may hear about Todd Helton here in the next few minutes. Sounds like no. Nope. He came in at 72.2%. You need so he'll 75. get in next year. Yeah, you would think that generally if you get above 70, that's yeah. a precursor to you getting in. Uh, but he's at 72.2%. Wagner, 68.1%. Andrew Jones, 58.1%. He's an interesting case. He because should be in, too. What he did defensively in center field. I was having a He's com- kind of yachty. Yeah, as a center fielder, he's easily one of the three or four best defensive center fielders of all time and was also a phenomenal power hitter, also put up really good numbers, but had a really short, relatively short. He fell off window, right? His, yeah. yeah, right. His fell. his decline was quick. Yeah, his case versus Jim Edmonds is an interesting case because I think Edmonds yeah. is a top five defensive center fielder of all time. And at his best, he was one of the best offensive players of all time. But his overall numbers are just really good, not great. Yeah, and yeah. nobody talks about Edmonds no. as a Hall of Famer. I was having a conversation with somebody on Twitter about that today. Yeah, Another that fell off so quickly Another former Cardinal that's shocking to me is Lance Berkman. Should have gotten a lot more consideration and hopefully will from an eras committee down the road. But for now, Scott Rowland has been named to the 2023 class of the Hall of Fame. So we know that he's joining Fred McGriff. We got a couple of guys that will be celebrated uh, in Cooperstown this year. And when you look at, at, at Rowland's career, I mean, seven all-star games, eight gold gloves, um, you know, again, when you combine offense and defense, certainly one of the all-time greats at his position, I'm assuming this will be a large part of what's coming up on Sports Open Line. It will. A lot of Hall of Fame stuff. Today. You know, he could have, the year Eckstein won the World Series MVP, he could have easily been the World Series MVP that year. Yep. He had a top five finish in overall MVP. His numbers stand up without a doubt. No doubt about it. And a real quick note, Blues tonight, 7 o'clock at home against the Buffalo Sabres, and it sounds like a couple of guys are back tonight. Vladimir Tarasenko, Tori Krug, Logan Brown, all expected to play, but Pavel Bichnevich has been mm. placed on IR. He had surgery for uh, for uh, an ankle deal. Yeah, an infection, yeah. I think, in his ankle. All right, looking forward to Sports Open Line tonight. Thank you so much, Matt. Yep. Michael Calhoun has more coming up at 520 on all of the rash of shootings here lately and really what went on last night in the transfer or non-transfer of potential prisoners with the juvenile courts and the police. That's coming up next on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And as we continue on Total Information PM, KMOX goes in-depth. We've just gotten a statement in from the 22nd Judicial Circuit after three underage suspects who shot at St. Louis police officers uh, came close to hitting them in the head at City Foundry. They were released into the, their parents' custody, and the statement says uh, that the courts have determined that procedures uh, by the family court intake staff and city police were not followed with regard to the use held in connection with the City Foundry. The police did not bring them to juvenile court for detention. No juvenile legal officer or judge was contacted regarding the incident. As of today's date, none of the juveniles have been brought to St. Louis City Family Court for referral, detention, or charges. Once police present the use, a juvenile officer will review the evidence. And that leads us then to a unbelievably brazen armed carjacking, a series of them, one of them in the busy Schnooks parking lot at Hampton Village, 6 p.m. last night, just one of a string in the area. And in a KMOX exclusive, Andrew Wasson says he had just put his cart away, turned his car on, and plugged his phone in when he heard a heavy knock at his window. He told me to 
give him the keys and get out of the car, so I did. And then he saw there was more than one. As I was getting out of the car, there was another vehicle that was pulled actually behind my car, blocking me in, and there was another um, person with a, a gun at that car, and <laughs> he said, excuse my language, uh, I'm going to blow your head off if you don't get away, so I backed up. They took his car. He called 911, uh, and then they had to chase his car after they found it at a gas station near downtown. Before that carjacking, a 28-year-old woman in Holly Hills was stopped in traffic, got blocked in, and her car taken at gunpoint. After the incident at Schnooks, one successful and one attempted carjacking on Chippewa, and in one case, the woman hit the suspect's car to get away. Wasson says... There were people everywhere, so this was pretty... <laughs> pretty bold. And then employees at BJC get off work to find their cars surrounded by piles of glass or missing completely. A Barnes nurse tells KMOX's The Show that BJC security sometimes seems to doubt employees' stories. She says a security guard told her there have been over 100 break-ins and five vehicle thefts since mid-December. And she says she has not witnessed claims of increased security. So it was stolen, obviously, from city limits. It was recovered in the county and they both have kind of been giving me the run around as far as who's responsible. Like I found evidence in my car that in my mind would be helpful to some law enforcement agency, but neither the city nor the county want it. And I'm just frustrated because it, I've, my partner told me you just have to kind of accept that you're likely not going to have an answer, which is Lame, but it is what it is. She says she found a debit card, a prescription bottle, and shell casings in her car. And she says neither city nor county police want that evidence. In my mind, ignorance is bliss. Just take it off my hands and I would be truly none the wiser, but instead they don't even want it. All right, so let's bring in KMOX's Maria Kina now, who had the opportunity to potentially talk with the chief of police today. I say opportunity because he didn't take your questions. That's correct. Chief Tracy was there, but he was not taking questions when I asked the mayor specifically where he was that he why he wasn't there she said well he is here he's in the back of the room well, let's take a listen to that right. this is at the uh, the uh, announcement of the resignation of the city's public safety director Dan Isom is going to be replaced by the city's deputy fire chief and uh, KMOX's Maria Kina asked this question is this a move to separate the police department from public safety because yesterday we called wanted to know if there will be a press conference regarding what happened over the weekend and there's not. I see Chief Tracy is not here. Yes, he is. Is he here? <laughs> yes, he's okay. right behind you. Okay. Uh, well, he's not up there with you. People are, are questioning this. They're worried coming into the city. That happened at the foundry. Two police officers were almost shot in the head. And, and yet we're not hearing anything about that, any explanation. So, um, you're right, there was an incident that happened at the foundry. Officers were at the foundry investigating car break-ins. Um, three young people were arrested as a result of that. The case was presented to the juvenile division and the individuals were released. The next day, uh, we assembled our team here uh, to investigate why they were released from the juvenile division. Um, we are working through trying to determine why they were released. Um, but what I will say to you and to um, the previous question is that um, the police officers have done their job. They arrested the individuals um, and they presented the case. And so we're going to work through why, in fact, they were released. 
Um, but what I'll say, the public safety division has done its job. The juvenile court is separate uh, from the city of St. Louis. So some of those questions need to be directed to them. I did. They won't return phone calls. Okay. So there you have it, Chief, or rather former Chief, St. Louis Police Chief, Public Safety Director Dan Isom, saying the police did what they needed to do, but at 4.44 this afternoon, uh, an issue, a statement being issued by Joel Courier from the 22nd Judicial Circuit Court saying that was not the case. Those things did not happen, and that's why those juveniles were released, Michael. And we have questions like, were the juveniles who shot at the officers at City Foundry responsible for blocking people in traffic in a half dozen cases, uh, attempted carjackings in South St. Louis last night. Which Dan Isom says he believes there's a link there. At least they're all working on the same team. And our city and county police uh, 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 tossing this case uh, from BJC back and forth, both refusing to take evidence. They do. They are. They are. And that that's a problem because when you ask about the task force, what the, the county's doing and the city's doing, Dan Isom mentioned it today. He says they got that model from us, essentially. So, um, in other words, they've been doing it for years and, and what the county's doing, they're just starting to do right now. So, there's a lot of back and forth. It's extremely frustrating trying to get answers because one person tells you one thing, you ask another source, source they'll tell you something else, and then people won't talk, like the juvenile court's We've been calling them since the weekend. And we've just been trying to get, uh, there's no there's no malice. There's no gotcha here. No. We're the proxy for the public. The public wants to know what happened. So it's our job to try to find out what happened. And we'll continue to do so. So stay tuned to KMOX as we continue pushing and investigating. Now, three things to know. Number three. I'm Matt Pauley, former Cardinals third baseman Scott Rowland, selected for induction into the Baseball Hall of Fame with just over 76% of the vote. Number two. I'm Maria Kina outside City Hall. Interim Public Safety Director Dr. Dan Isom is stepping down. We also learned today that those three carjackings overnight could be connected to the incident at the foundry in which two St. Louis police officers were fired on. Number one. The roads will be covered with wet, heavy snow tonight into tomorrow morning. Trooper Logan Bolton says if you get into trouble on the road, stay in your vehicle and call the Highway Patrol at Star 55. We will be there to help you. It may take a little bit of time. Uh, please be patient. We don't have magic tires on our cars. Uh, we have to uh, drive with caution as well. You're advised to leave early if you must travel and to take it slow. The news continues on Total Information PM. From the KMOX Storm Center, Bodot Road crews begin work tonight ahead of the wave of wet snow to follow. District Engineer Bob Becker says they'll be ready for it. Now we've got some advantages with this. The temperatures are up there, so the ground temperatures are warm, so that'll help get some of that snow off the road. We're not going to do any pre-treatment ahead of this because there may be a little rain or anything like that. He warns to give plows extra space because they'll be throwing very heavy snow that could make your car lose control. A big wave of snow is expected just before Wednesday morning's commute. St. Louis Streets Commissioner Kent Flake says he'll have 30 trucks out tonight at midnight. Hopefully by about noon tomorrow we should have mostly clear uh, road surfaces. Uh, I really don't see slickness being an issue. At a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing today, Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois says Ticketmaster and concert promoter Live Nation have become too powerful since they merged in 2010. In the decade plus since the merger, Live Nation has consolidated its dominant position in the ticketing and live entertainment markets, and the result is a competition-killing strategy. 
that has left artists and fans paying the price. Some may make assumptions about students at a school in South St. Louis where 75% of the students are black and 89% qualify for free or reduced lunch, but the girls at Marion Middle School in Tower Grove South who competed this weekend at the Clavius Project Robotics Jamboree will defy those assumptions. No other school has one more. 35 teams in ours being the only all-girls school participating as a team. Marion principal Sierra Price says the girls have taken top honors every year they've competed. No other school has received as many awards. Is this competition co-ed? Yes. Yes. Is that intimidating at all? No. (laughs) These girls have big plans for their futures. I want to go into agricultural engineering. I want to become a surgeon, so specifically a cardiologist, so a church blood doctor, so. Um, I would like to be an architect. (laughs) I want to be an OBGYN. Volunteer coach Mark Viox says the school has high expectations for the girls and the students come ready to learn and succeed. It'll be a while before all the scores from the weekend are tabulated to know for certain if Marion repeats. Well, fans of the other beer featuring an eagle, you can rejoice. It's common for Missourians to grab a case or two of yingling when they go south for vacation, but soon they won't have to. The Pottsville, Pennsylvania brewer with its green bottles donning the eagle on the label flying into A-B territory now starting next month. And according to distributor Breakthrough Beverage, they'll be tapping their lager in bars and restaurants February 6th with packaged beer coming a month later. J.J. Twiggs off Southampton will have it on tap. Bartender Callie Chafin says it's going to be a hit. Do you think the allure of it will fade over time, though, once it's here? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Why is that? Just because it's popular where it is right now in the States, and it's every time we go to a different state, everyone always asks for it when we're there, like just bartenders or whatever, customer-wise. And so I think, it, I think it'll be staying for a while and be very popular. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. Some worrisome signs on the employment front. Details from business reporter Jason Brooks. The Wall Street Journal reports that nearly 111,000 temporary workers in the U.S. lost their jobs in the final five months of 2022, including 35,000 in December. Those layoffs coincided with a rapid rise in tech industry layoffs in December, with dozens of firms blaming the cuts on aggressive hiring during the first two years of the pandemic. The journal says temporary job cuts could be a signal of broader economic weakness with big declines in temp employment before the 2001 and 2008 recessions. The St. Louis County Boundary Commission voted today on whether to send an annexation plan by the city of Manchester to voters. Aye. 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 Any opposing uh, vote? So the vote was unanimous. The matter now appears on the April ballot with a majority in both Manchester and the area to be annexed having to vote yes. County Executive Sam Page opposed the annexation and attempted to get two Boundary Commission members appointed to block it, but failed. The Missouri Department of Conservation reports a mountain lion or cougar was hit by a car last night at Highway T and Old Highway 100 in Franklin County. No, but no people were hurt. The animal was hurt but ran away from the scene. Conservation agents have not been able to find the animal. This is only the third confirmed 
confirmed mountain lion sighting in the region since 2011. And the St. Louis Zoo is snowed out for Wednesday. They announced a closure for all day, even though snowfall is expected to end about midday. Only employees critical to operations will be reporting to work. Again, that's at the St. Louis Zoo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.